You're about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimakide of the household of David. Be blessed. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Psalm 34, the Bible says, I will bless the Lord at all times. Verse 1, His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Everybody shout the word continually. continually. I will not praise him just for a while and stop. I will praise him continually. Now verse 2 says, My soul shall make a boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. When you, make, when you boast in the name of the Lord, humble people will rejoice. Proud people will not like it. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord, and he heard me, and delivered me from all my fears. This is someone's testimony in the name of Jesus Christ. They looked unto him, they were laughing, and their faces were not ashamed. Amen. Mm. Let's skip to verse, oh no, let's go on. This poor man cried to the Lord, and he heard him, and saved him from all his troubles, not some. The angel of the Lord encamped round them that fear him, and delivered them. Say amen. You have an encampment of angels around you. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusts in him. Oh, fear the Lord. Yea, he's saying, for there is no want to them that fear him. So there is something that the fear of God does to you. You don't lack anything. Now the Bible says, the young lions do lack and suffer hunger. But they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. Amen. There will not be any good thing lacking in your life. Amen. Come, ye children. Hacking unto me, I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Now, verse 12 is where I'm really going. What man is he that desires a life and loveth many days that he may see good, keep thy tongue from evil, and thy lips from speaking God? What man is he that desires life? You want life, you want length of days. And you, ju you just don't want to be old and live a sorrowful life. You want a good life and you want it for a long time. The Bible says it has something to do with what proceeds from your mouth. Mm. So last week's Sunday, we started talking about what Apostle Paul said in Romans chapter 4, that God who gives life to the dead by calling the things that be not as though they were. And we explained that it is God's nature to call light out of darkness. So remember, for the Bible says, God, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 6, who commanded his light to shine out of darkness. So God commanded his light out of darkness. God gives light to a dead thing by calling the thing that be not as though they were. And the Bible says, be imitators of God. And we continue on that note on Wednesday. So, we give life to a dead situation by calling the things that be not as though they were. That's uh, following God's methodology of giving life to something. But there is something I want to add. Remember what the Bible says is, let the high priest of God, Psalm 149, be in their mouth and two-edged sword in their hands. So it's a combination of two things. High praises in your mouth and two-edged sword in your hand. Two-edged sword is the word of God. So, how do we do prophetic praise? What is prophetic praise? 
Maybe that is the title of what we are getting into. What is prophetic praise? Now, we, we started by, by reading Psalm 34, that this praise shall be continually, uh, shall be in my mouth continually. But then, there are times of praises unto God. The one that binds their kings with chains, and their nobles with feathers of iron, the one that executes on them the judgment written is called high praise. If there is high praise, then there is low praise. But what is, how do we go about these things? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Are you following me? Yes, sir. Praise the Lord. Are, are you following me? So whenever I stop, I'll continue the second service. Let the high praise of God be in their mouth and to a sword in their hand. Now, the Bible says it gives life. So I'm going to, we're going to look at two examples. Jesus with the dead body of Lazarus. And then, second time, we are going to look at a woman by the name uh, uh, Agai, the maid of Sarah. What happened when she was in the wilderness state of her life, which some people might be, and how to cause rain to fall on your wilderness. When there is a wilderness, it's just an indication of absence of rain. When rain begins to fall regularly on the wilderness, it will cease to be a wilderness. Hallelujah. So, God gives life to the dead. He calls things that be not he called them as though they were operating with Abraham that way. And then the Bible said God commanded his light to shine out of darkness. So God will never, he does not address darkness anytime he sees darkness. When he sees darkness, he just calls light to come out of darkness. Are you getting this? This is a higher level of operation of the spirit. So Jesus Christ did not bind the spirit of death in John chapter 11. He got to the grave. And he said to the grave, Lazarus, comfort. So inside the grave, there can be life. Hallelujah. Just like inside darkness, there can be light. Just like inside an empty pocket, there can be one million. Glory. Are, you, are you with me? Yes, sir. That's why the Bible said that single barren. That more are the children of the one called desolate. Than the children of the fruitful woman. That means the one that is regarded as desolate woman, when she begins to sing, she will have more children than the productive ones. Yes, but it, it's her time to praise. But we need to begin to understand what was the last thing Jesus said before he called life out of death. Now we don't know what God said before he called light out of darkness because the Bible tells us, but Jesus Christ is always the representative of the Father. He said, if you see me, you have seen the Father. So based on how Jesus called Lazarus out, must have been the same way God called light out of darkness. I get what I'm saying. The same thing. Jesus called forth enough food to feed 5,000 men alone. If you had women, over 10,000, they, they, they were polygamists in those days. So probably in Jesus' crusade, there were over 15,000 people there. He looked at five loaves and two fishes. And he called forth a food that fed 15,000 from it. Are you following what I'm saying? Yes, sir. So, now, whatever you are in life. So, when we praise God this week, I will give you a further step to take next week. We are going to be calling some things out of some things. And it will shock you that those things are there. When they say this person's case is hopeless, inside that hopelessness, there is hope. When a man trained by the Spirit comes forth, he will call forth hope out of that hopelessness. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. In a marriage that is upside down, joy can be called forth from that marriage. 
Are you with me? And every Christian has that ability. It's not something that only men of God can do. It's not something only prophets can do. It's something that every saint can do. Say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are, you, are you with me? Yes, Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, Jesus Christ wanted to show humanity how God called light out of darkness. I showed you last week, God taught Joshua a bit of it. So, when he stood before, after Jericho's war came down, Joshua chapter 6, verse 23, then he said, go into the house. He said, go into the house of the harlots and bring out the woman. So from inside the harlots, we can bring out a woman. Amen. From inside the... <laughs> it's only getting what I'm saying. That is why we don't give up on anybody. From inside a chronic smoker, you can bring forth a man of God. From inside a chief sinner, you can bring out a saint. Shout amen. amen. Glory to God. So God doesn't condemn anything. He brings out the best out of everything. But there's a principle. And that's, this is, this is attached to it. So remember I started by saying, I praises and two-edged sword. But we are looking at I praises first. So in the two instances of Jesus Christ, what exactly did Jesus do? Let's quickly dash to John chapter 11 and see what happened there. John 11. Verse 41. Let's start from verse 41. John 11 from verse 41. Are you following me? Now look at this. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Oh my soul. Worship his name. Sing like never before. Oh my soul. Worship is whole. Can you tell yourself, say, I have, I have decided to sing like never before. Sing like never before. Say it again. Like say it one more time. Like Hallelujah. You can, we can never fully comprehend what lifting up your hands and blessing the name of God can never fully comprehend what it means to God. But it's deep. Hallelujah. What it means to God. As we're blowing trumpets, what attracted those angels to push inside down the walls of Jericho. The walls did not fall. They used that expression because that was what they could say. They actually pushed the wall inside. They pushed it down. That was what the angel did. Because Rehab was living inside the wall. The wall, the thickness of the wall was big enough that Bible uh, 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 historians said that six chariots can run side by side. So the, the wideness of the hall of Jericho should be as thick as long as from all this end of territory. So if that kind of wall falls down, you can't still come. You can't, you can't climb it. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. If a, if a wall is as thick as anything thicker than six feet, you can't climb it. So wall of Jericho should be more than 100 feet thick. So it did not fall. They pushed it inside. It was buried. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Okay. They took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, what did he say? Oh. Hallelujah. Brother, there is a time to pray. But there is a time to switch gear. 
when they arrested Paul and Silas in, in, in Acts chapter 16, the Bible said that they prayed. Then they sang hymns. Look at the order. Because the Bible says, is anyone afflicted, let him pray. So they prayed. But many of you have been praying about many things for the Lord. They prayed. Then, but the earthquake did not happen when they were praying. The earthquake happened when they started praising God. Because praise is the highest demonstration of your faith. Those who have faith in Jehovah's ability will always give him praise. So Jesus came to the grave. Remember, he had wept before now. The shortest verse in the Bible, John 11, 35. The Bible says Jesus wept. But when they go to the grave, he must have what? He must have said to himself, what is it that gives life to the dead? When we say eternal water in our mouth, how exactly do we drive it out? So Jesus said, Father, everybody expect him to say that all you forces holding Lazarus down. All Lazarus, oh Father, oh Father, oh Father, help us raise Lazarus. No. The Bible says, whosoever must come to God must believe that he is. I will say this another message, but let me just take a little. When you are praying, Jesus gave them a formula. They said, teach us how to pray. Then he said, when you pray, say, our Father. It's not an Old Testament prayer. He led them into a prayer that will be applicable after his death. Because before he died, nobody could call God Father. But Jesus in advance gave them that formula. He said, our Father who art in heaven. Number one, anybody praying to God must recognize that you are talking to Father. That alone can take a message. Who is a Father? So, on this revelation, that's what the Bible says, let us come boldly before the throne of grace. Because you recognize that you are coming to the presence of your Father. Come boldly is different from come proudly. So, we don't say humbly I come, neither do we come proudly. We come boldly. The boldness is in the confidence of the fact that the work has been done. Hallelujah. So we say, Father. And the next thing that should follow, our Father was in heaven, hallowed be thy name. You honor God when we pray. There must be this attitude of reference. Are you with me? Yes. Oh, when you badge in, oh God, I'm in trouble. What's going on? They don't, re- that, 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 that's a, an abnormal code. God can only answer you out of his sovereignty when you talk like that. It, it, it doesn't work that way. Number one, why would not answer? He, he wants you to recognize the fact that anytime you approach God, no matter the situation, he is in control. Yes, sir. He remains the almighty. So when you are fidgeting and you are shouting, ah, I'm in trouble. Oh God, you have to write. Oh God, you have And it's one sorry. Are you the one panicking or is everyone panicking? Because we don't panic here. The way you are talking, you are sounding desperate in the presence of the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. The one that is yes is final and the no is final. It's like a person being threatened by the governor and he runs to Mr. President. Somebody gives him access to the president and he comes before the president and he's like, ah, yay, my state, oh, my governor, my governor wants to fry me. More than the president will work. That's you are insulting the president by magnifying the governor above him. Here is a man who can remove the governor in one minute and you are talking about what governor will do to you in his presence. Amen. Amen. When the governor threatens him and the president says that I heard about to come and see me and you go, there is a level of confidence you have. Even the governor will start shivering. The president sent for that man. He knows that the meeting might lead to, okay, the governor is fired. 
especially under military era. I know our God is a man of war, he's not a civilian. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So Jesus lifted up his eyes and he said, Father, I thank thee because you hear me. You have heard me. And I knew that thou hearest me always. He said, but because of these people at the present, at the front of the grave, thanksgiving. Who taught Jesus this? I want to end this way. Grave cannot stand thanksgiving. Because only the living can praise God. So when the life of a man, the business of a man, the family of a man is going towards grave, is beginning to look like dying, when praise is continually offered, grave and, grave and praise are incompatible. Even if it's the gate of hell calling for you, once you are praising God, they release the call. Because praise and grave, they cannot go together. Psalm 6 verse 5. I want us to read. And then we read Psalm 88 verse 11. Psalm 6 verse 5. And I'll close here. Is somebody with me? Hallelujah. I have told you, have a time every day that you praise God. Separate a moment that you pray in tongues and then that you praise God from all other moments. It's not your morning devotion time only. And I told you also, when you wake up in the morning, how do you praise God? Some sit on their bed, they are lying down, they are just, hey, okay, we'll work for brothers. For in death, there is no remembrance of thee. In the grave, who shall give you thanks? Psalm 88 verse 11. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Psalm 88 verse 11. And this is my last verse. Surely thy loving kindness, shall thy loving kindness be declared in the grave or thy faithfulness in destruction. Can you see David talking? David was a man in Old Testament that operated some New Testament revelations. He talked about Sheol. He talked about the hell beneath. He talked about many things that were hidden from all other people. David saw it. By revelation, David understood that grave cannot hold a man who offers praise. Because grave cannot. Grave must not hear praise. So Jesus Christ, being the son of David, as he walked into the grave of Lazarus, he thought about it. What is it that grave hears and reject what is inside it out? Give it praise. Are you with me? So when they say, Father, I thank you, <laughs> Lazarus, <laughs> whatever held the spirit of Lazarus, knew right there that we have to let go of this guy. Praise God. Yeah. Glory to God. This is, an, uh, this is a grace brought to every Christian. This is an advantage. This is a potent weapon. This is an uncommon weapon. But you know what? Your flesh many times does not like it. We have to praise God. Let everything that has breath. Glory to God. Hallelujah. When you get to the office tomorrow, lift up your hand and rejoice. That's the first thing you do. When you wake up in the morning, lift up your hands and rejoice. Learn to dance before his presence and to give him praise. He enjoys it. Hallelujah. Is someone blessed this morning? <laughs> Glory to God. Oh, I have decided to give God praise. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Oh, we give you praise. We give you all the glory. Testimonies are real here. Amen. Think of how many people have told us here of their scholarship or masters abroad being paid. How many people?
about nine to ten daughters left here last year, relocated to America, and God favored all of them. It is real. When we give praise to God, doors will be opened. So, welcome to seven days of no requests. Somebody rejoice. <laughs> when your body feels summer, lift up your hands and give him praise. Amen. No matter what appears, just give him praise. Well, if you see our bad dreams, I don't expect one of you to be here. When you wake up, don't say, I ban you that spirit. Just give him praise and that dream will never come again. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. If anybody senses anything close to the grave around you, increase your praise. Grave can't take it. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Oh, Father, we thank you for your word. We give you praise. I want to know, did you get what I've just shared with you this morning? Okay. You know, at times I teach very fast. At times I preach. But this one, I just said it from my heart to you. Did you get that? Oh, Father, we bless your name. Just wave your hands to him. Give him praise. Blessed be your name. Glory, honor, and praise to you. You are awesome. We bless you. In Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you. All we can say is glory to your name. Thank you for leading us. Thank you for showing us the truth. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to the teaching of Pastor Shola Oshumakinde. We believe you have been blessed. Worship with us at David's Court, number 25 Mojidi Street, off Twin Street, Ikeja, Lagos. On Sundays, our first service starts by 8 a.m. and our second service by 10 a.m. While our midweek service starts by 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go and do great things. God bless you.